Hello, welcome to the JV Show. This is Jorge. And this is Viv. And we got this week my friend Steph. Hello. And uh, yeah, so we'll have an interesting podcast for you guys today. So we'll start with our usual. Um, how's your week, Viv? My week was pretty okay. I would say it was pretty normal. Halloween did just pass. I hung out at a friend's house and played with her baby. Like on Halloween night? Yes. Oh. Aww, did she dress up her baby? Uh, no, she didn't dress up her baby because she doesn't really like, um, she's not really that festive or anything, but you know, that, she happened to be free. I happened to be free. It's not one of the things you have to do. Like, I don't know. My, my sister dressed up my niece as like sushi. Oh, that's so cute. so cute. And they dressed up, like my sister and my brother-in-law dressed up as soy sauce. That's so cute. Yeah. She's like a incognito type of person. So she oh. never really like, yeah, she doesn't have any social media. So there's no point yeah. in like, taking pictures for these kind of things. Or she doesn't like leaving the house so much. And mm, I see. Yeah, it was just kind of nice hanging out with her. And then for this week, it was pretty normal for me. I would say I played a lot of volleyball, worked out. Had a good week. How's uh how's volleyball with your finger? Situation? Actually, yesterday when I was playing, I subbed for just Chris's team. Yeah. And there was a ball that was coming like kind of towards like my neck torso area. So I had yeah. my hands up like this. Yeah. And it hit the tip of these two fingers and like kind of almost broke both of my nails. Like my <laughs> fingers were bleeding underneath both of my nails right after. Um, like, oh my god, ouch. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, wait. Okay. I'm 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 oblivious to this. How how long do nails usually last on your I mean the the was it was it called like acrylic or something or Yeah. They last you... forever until you know how your nail grows out? Yeah. Yeah, they'll grow out. They'll just keep growing out and eventually your nails will probably be too long for you to like oh. do your daily stuff or, or you'll want to like redo them cuz right here there'll be this gap this, yeah, yeah. that you'll want to fill in or your nails will just be too long for your liking and so that's when you go get them redone. Very interesting. I mean, my nails aren't long right now. I wouldn't say. No, it's not. It's not. It's just very. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't understand that much. I did get a what's it called? Is it manicure or pedicure? Actually, Are I got hands? both before. Manicure. Yeah, manicure. I, I got both before because my one friend Tua, he he owns a shop. So when I went there with Joyce, I also he just they pretty much just cleaned up my nails. I think it, that's pretty normal for everyone. I don't think that's a woman specific thing i mean i would never get the to get manicures and pedicures but those are just like taking care of your actual cuticle your nails yeah, and yeah, stuff and yeah. everyone has cuticles and nails yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah i I mean i just never saw the allure of getting those like long acrylic ones i mean as, as a guy i can see why you wouldn't see that no, no no but like i don't I, okay i guess like i never seen why girls got it Oh, yes. But I guess you guys think it looks like it looks nice on you right yes. that's why okay yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. makes sense makes sense it's like an accessory yeah i like um, it too like with rhinestones and shit and all oh, that no, stuff. I don't, I don't. I personally don't like rhinestones just because I I don't like how it's not smooth. Mm. I think they look good on other girls. Yeah. Does it ever affect your workout stuff? No. Like gripping? No. Oh. Like if they're too long, that it affect they. If they're too long, that they affect how I play volleyball or working out. Then they're too long. Time to get them changed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So do you just rip them off? No. Like when you go, when you well, I do these myself, but then like when you. Change them. Yeah. You like file it down, and then you just add more. Oh, stuff to the. Oh, see, yeah. that was what I was gonna ask because going to get them done is always so expensive for me. Yeah, and then to really remove annoying. it, they like shave my nail, and I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it like, hurts. Wait, so you can't clip it? Yeah, you can. Oh, but then it, they're kind of like thick. really fucking thick, so yeah. it's oh, better yeah. to use a drill and shave it. 
interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting. I agree. Getting your nails done regularly is kind well, of But it's good that you have the skill to make or do it yourself. I yeah. wish I knew how. Like, I like it enough that I was like, okay, I should learn how to do this because I feel like getting your nails done regularly mm-hmm. is like unsustainable or it's not like a good use of like your money. Yeah. I literally only do it when I go on a trip. Yeah. Because it'll last me like, what, the week? But then, yeah, when I come back, I have to get it shaved off. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Interesting. I do it like that too. Um, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask something else about that. Uh, that's fine. I I was just, I was just thinking because like, for, uh, I think my friend Tua his shop. I, I guess there's a lot of repeat customers, so it is a pretty like viable thing to do. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like girls will want to get it done every like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. as long as your nails growing and out. It's right? like if yeah, usually people will pay a thing like at least seventy eighty. Um. That's Every the cheap side. I don't know. Because yeah. I see the girls, like, again, with the rhinestones and stuff. Those are like over 100 usually. Yeah. God Every two damn. weeks, I think this is your waste of money. Yeah. Exactly. All right, guys. Check out Vo's Nails at Devin. My friend's <laughs> Check that shit out. Uh, anything else for your week? No. Everything else has been pretty nice. normal. That's right, pretty good. Steph, how's your week? Uh, my week was pretty good. Um, I had work. And yeah, with Halloween, I mean, my birthday's on Halloween, so that just Happy passed. Birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks. It's, oh um, you were telling us before the show, it's it's your... It's my 30th birthday. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so sad. That's so crazy. I mean, I'm not excited for mine either. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, pretty disappointed in myself, you know? You know, up. it's okay. It's it's just another day, you know? It's No, you're probably no, dying inside right now. No, I mean... I would be. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that... I mean, I thought it was really fun because since I turned 30, we got... I got to do a lot of... It was an excuse to do a lot of celebrations. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, on the Friday, I went just for dinner with my boyfriend first. So, we went for sushi. Went nice. to Omakase. So, oh, my God. Where'd yeah. you guys go? Munga. Yeah. Oh, how was that? Oh, my God. It was so good. It's okay. my second time going. Oh, okay. And I've been to another one in Calgary, but I think I prefer Munga. Mm. Which one did you go to in Calgary? Um, it was called Nobu. Oh. Yeah. It was not bad. Like- like Wait, Nobu, Nobu, like the Nobu? LA Nobu that we went. Oh no, actually the no. Famous Nobu? Sorry, no. It's called Nupo. N U P O. Oh, but yes, dude, like, that's, that's literally confused. almost almost <laughs> on the edge of Nobu. I know exactly. Nupo is by uh, that chef named Darren McLean, right? I have no idea. What? <laughs> yes. Darren McLean? Yeah, from uh. No, I don't that know that food show. Oh, yeah, Darren. Uh, oh, it is. Really? I would yeah. want someone with like a. Japanese last mm-hmm. <laughs> he he was a runner he was like a finalist or the winner of that there's this uh, food show called I forgot what it was called like table oh or something like that. it was on Netflix for okay. a long time that's cool yeah so he has like three restaurants in Calgary wow apparently. yeah so I, I went for the omakase for this one in Calgary it was very good but was good? I do I think I like Munga because with Munga it was very like about highlighting like just the fish and oh my god, it was just so good. And again, this is my second time going to Munga too. And I like that the menu was different than the first time that I went. Yeah. So like they had different stuff. I was like, oh my god, we didn't have this last time. So that I really liked. I was looking at this right now. Munga trading card. Uh, it's clearly not that. <laughs> I don't think so. Munga sashimi. Oh. Yeah. So nice. it's really good. I do recommend it. And they have omakase, but they do have a restaurant on White Ave now. Called oh, Munga yeah. Nori. I heard that one's pretty good too. I haven't been there yet, but yeah. But yeah, after that, um, and then my boyfriend surprised me with like my, our friends and stuff on Saturday. 
So that was like a surprise birthday party, which was really fun. Cute. And then I had dinner with my family on Sunday. <laughs> oh, nice. Just dinners after dinners I know. after dinners. You're well, getting spoiled. On the 31st, which was my actual birthday, then I just went for dinner with my friends. So yeah, it was a lot. Um, dinner? Uh, I never went out during Halloween. Is it like weird in your restaurant? Do people come in to get candy or no? Um... At the restaurant? Yeah, I mean, kids go around the mall, right, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I assume like my parents' place trying out. Okay, I assume if I was a kid and my parents lived near White Ave, I would trick or treat at some of the businesses oh, too, right? Oh, that I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. The mall they do though. I yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I do know at the mall they they do. The mall's very popular because it's like warm it's and warm. it's easy, and you can actually show off your costume and shit. And, yeah, that's and where a lot safe. of kids, like young kids, go. I say. Yeah. And like parents, yeah, just to like walk around with their kids and stuff. It's very yeah. popular to go to the mall. Nice. Yeah. So Did you dress up for Halloween at all? <clears throat> I did. My friends and I, um see this is the thing. Before my actual Halloween weekend, my friend had her Halloween party on the twenty first and that's when we dressed up. Uh, we were dressed as men in black. Oh, cool. Oh, so everyone just wore suits and sunglasses? Wore suits, blazers. We had these little blow-up aliens we bought from Amazon. Oh. And everybody loved those. And then we also made customized name tags. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. So everybody was pretty so, like impressed with our costume, I'd say. It's like <laughs> easy, but very recognizable. Yeah. And I actually really liked it, yeah. Very cool. Wait, are you? do you do this every... Like, you're a, you're a dress-upper? Now, like, I feel like now that I'm older and I have people that dress up with me, I'm yeah. more inclined to do it. Right, right, But there right. was a period where I didn't dress up, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. Wait, did you dress up, Viv? Not on, like, Halloween day because I was just hanging out at Jessica's house. But yeah. then I put on oh, yeah. a skull face makeup thing for volleyball. Oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. You did it yourself, too? Yeah. Oh, wow. Good job. It's impressive. Wait, that's dressing up? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, a skeleton. Half. I should just <laughs> wear a mustache. Be like I'm Bob playing fucking volleyball. <laughs> or let it grow out. I'm Bob Belcher playing volleyball. I, I'm always Bob Belcher every year just because I have the costume. So funny. <laughs> Which is just an apron and a mustache. Um, nice, cool. Uh, how does it feel now being three O? Like I said, it just feels the same. Does it? Yes. I'd be so sad. I don't know. Sad. I'm not. Or I'm sad. not excited for my birthday. No, it's it's fine. It's I don't know. I'm trying to think of that quote. It's like you're you're like the youngest, always the youngest that you are right now, or something like that. Oh yeah. Like every moment that you're living, you're always the youngest right now. Anyway, so that's the why youngest it's, you'll you just, ever be. You just mm. take the days as they are. Whatever. Mm. Same. True. I just felt like so much unmet unmet potential. Why does oh. hitting thirty have to highlight that? Uh, no, it doesn't. I, tomorrow when you wake up, you still have unmet <laughs> potential. True, true. I mean, it's like a milestone thing, right? Like, you think of milestones sure. like, you know, 20, 25, 30. Like, how did you guys so. feel when you turned 25? It felt great. I don't think I, don't I even put that, that much emphasis on I don't even remember what age. I was doing. I felt like when I turned 25, I wish I stayed that age forever. I was like, this is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel better now than I was 25, but, you know, it's just... You have just a lot cool. more wisdom. Because you... I mean, I I compare it to when I was twenty, and I don't even remember back then when I was twenty. What was I even doing? We were all in school, though. That's... We were in school, yeah. university, figuring out our lives, blah blah blah. True. And now that you're thirty and you've worked for a few years, it's like yeah, there is so much more potential in front of you, even. True. There's I mean, so much you can do with your mm-hmm. life. I mean, if I met my twenty year old self, I think my twenty year old self would be a little disappointed. 
What? <laughs> no. <laughs> to be honest. Um, but that's okay. That's true. It is okay. I just have to copium this, guys. Oh. It's coming too soon. Anyways, um, anything else? Anything else during your week? No, other oh. than that, I just worked and stuff. So, oh. yeah. Cool. All right. So, for me... Do you remember Viv two weeks ago or three weeks ago? You said your keyboard's so dirty. I don't know how you could live with that. It was actually disgusting. Um, like, and orange. what did I tell you? I told you, he's like, oh, I'll just buy a new one. Yeah. Oh, you bought a new one? Well, now I have to because I broke it. Uh, <laughs> I spilled water on it. So I'm using a temp sick. one. Sick. And, and I'm waiting for, um, I'm waiting for Black Friday to buy a new one. But yeah, I was so sad. I was like, fuck, Viv, just t- we just talked about this too. Good. Uh, I mean, I, I agree it was a little gross, but... You, know, you manifested not, it. it. You needed a, a new one. <laughs> yeah. I, it's fine. It's fine. It wasn't too bad. It was worse than, like, public keyboards. Oh. It's, um... <laughs> and that's all your grime, Alvin. But that's fine, because it's mine. <laughs> right? It's my shit. Uh. Right? Um, but yeah, uh, what else? Oh, I got my meat today, so or the other or yesterday. So I bought a half cow, like, I think five or six months ago and it finally came in so my entire freezer is full of meat right now wow yeah it's pretty ridiculous i had to i had to bring some over to my sister to put in her freezer because mine was full oh uh but yeah that was it's pretty cool i'm pretty sure i'll have meat for like the next like eight months which is nice nice that's Um, really nice i think the best part though is that because i spent so much money on it and because it's always available like on weekends i'm less enticed to go and eat because i'm like oh i have have like a really good quality pieces of meat at home why don't i just cook it up and not go and buy stuff may i ask where you got this from um the place i got from i think it's called prairie gold farms or something i i, I probably butchered it already. it's alberta beef i'm guessing yeah yeah wow. so they're in they're in red deer and um they they're like an annual thing so like some places they'll have like cows throughout the year and mm-hmm. when they get ordered they just slaughter and they do that stuff oh. but these guys will do like all their orders at once kind of thing they'll do like batch processes and stuff okay um so i think they only do this once a year and it's like you have to put in the order and then i think throughout october november they'll do all the slaughters and stuff Oh. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, I got a fuck ton, <laughs> and yeah, I'm excited to eat that stuff for the next like little bit. It's actually not not cheaper than um, going like Costco or something. Oh, really? So like, on average, it's cheaper for like the good quality, like the nice steaks and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's more expensive for like the ground beef. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, so like, it actually averages out. Like, I would say I would only recommend it to people if they really care where their food comes from. Oh, okay. um, but even then for me like I do care but I, I'm not sure if I care that much to pay that much next time but I'll see like I think the quality feels a little bit better but I don't know if that's mental like mm. if it's just me thinking that right because you bought the whole cow like half a cow yeah yeah and it's like grass fed and stuff so it's not like the green fed stuff that you buy at mm. the store but honestly like I don't know I, I wouldn't say it's like the best thing it's not like wagyu like every piece of wagyu or anything like that i think it still comes down to like you you could still cook it like shit right but i think um it tastes i don't know for me it tastes a bit better oh. uh but it's not significant enough in my opinion mm. uh but yeah so i got a butt ton so i'm pretty excited get to get to cook a bunch i mean it's nice because like every week i'll like defrost a bunch and make it for lunches and stuff and dinners and very very nice to have it'd be nice for meal prepping i guess yeah for me since i do a lot of that so it's nice to weigh that shit out and just do that uh other than that everything else been pretty normal uh volleyball's been pretty fun we were actually doing pretty well right now i don't even know how my team ever got to tier three 
Did you leave tier three? Yeah, we're in tier two, and we won both our games already. Like I, I, I did an average thing. So on average, you need twelve points. So you just have to win half your games to stay in your tier. Mm -hmm. And if you go above average, then you tier up. If you go below average, you tier down, kind of thing. Uh, so we're already like halfway there since we won both our games Mm -hmm. already. Um. Wait, you guys aren't aren't on the same team? No, no, we're on different teams. Oh. We can't play together. We play the same position, so we can't really play together. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh yeah, other than that, everything's been pretty chilled. Like strength training's been really good. I feel I feel pretty strong. Climbing's been really fun. I was gonna ask, I was gonna tell that tell you to let Rob know that he should come climb with us. I think uh it's been discussed. <laughs> yeah, and he just never comes. <laughs> well, you know him. He, he he's muscular, yeah. but strength and grip wise, I yeah, don't know if climbing true. is his thing. <laughs> yeah, so Steph's <laughs> boyfriend, which is my friend from high school, he's like super ripped, but um. <laughs> Yeah, he he's like really heavy too, though, because he's really jacked. Mm-hmm. Right, so I don't know if he'll do well, but I've always wanted to go climb with him. So I know I I, I uh, think he should try it. I think you should try it. I have tried it. Oh wait, you have? <laughs> and did you like it? I don't mind it. Um, I definitely think that I probably don't grip properly, and then all of my strength is only in my forearms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. you have to like lift with your back muscles yeah, yeah, yeah. or your leg muscles, something yeah. like that. But because I don't do it properly or like i go to my last resort i'm like holding on with my forearms yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that part gets really sore uh, i find okay sometimes when i see very petite females i feel like they're beasts at climbing because they have so little body weight to pull up mm. so they don't need as much strength and then i always see them do some crazy moves that i won't be able to ever do i was like fuck mm. man i wish i was like 10 pounds lighter or something i mean i want to i want to keep going i feel like yeah it'd be something i'd like to do i like like regular rock climbing like belaying and stuff oh with the auto belay and all that yeah. stuff yeah, yeah that's fine but that's bouldering fine. is hard belay is the thing that you strap yourself to and then oh. the auto belay is like it, a like, machine pulls oh. you as you go so yeah. that's just climbing right the pulley thing yeah, yeah but yeah, when yeah. you're bouldering that's when you have to lift your entire body the whole time right. yeah <laughs> and that right. gets really hard right. yeah like when there's a belay like there's a you feel that's like a there's spell? like a b-e-l-a-y probably i think I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's like a split second oh, where see. you could almost let go and you won't fall yet. Mm-hmm. So like it's really nice because when you do like dynamic moves, you don't fall while you're like trying to reach and jump up. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas like if I did that same move when I was bouldering, I'd like be on the ground by then. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, cool. So this week we got uh, my friend Steph here on the show because I've always wanted to talk to someone who was in the dentistry business. Oh. I actually have two friends. So like my current dental hygienist like or my current dental hygienist is like my friend from elementary. Oh, okay. Um, but she's always too shy to come on, or is what she says. Mm. Uh, and then I know you, and that's like <laughs> I think the only two people I know in that industry. Yeah. And I think it's really cool. Um, I've always been intrigued by those videos online where you see them clean someone's like pretty gross teeth. Oh, Honestly, like the plaque and everything. Yeah, I love, they just go ham I love those videos. I mean, it's like those oddly satisfying <laughs> things, right? Yes. Um, but. I pray that I never get to that point. So I always try to keep my teeth super, super clean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's very satisfying when I see it clean. Yeah, when it's like insane Ugh. and then when they pick it Those all off. Chunks. The fucking tooth <laughs> yeah. is all decayed yeah. and the gums are all bloody. But have you ever had that Delicious. bad of experience? Like a super, like a smoker or something like that? Or, Oh, uh, see, this is hard because you know me, like, I clean how many teeth in a day? Uh, oh. I, I probably have had someone pretty bad. And I'll say, the area that they always show in those videos is always like the front bottom area that's yeah. like the heaviest for every single person not gonna lie yeah yeah and so even like regular people like that come in maybe once a year 
like you should go in every six months, but yeah. some not like regularly people are like, I'll just go once a year. Yeah. And those people will have build up, and you gotta like chip it off like that. To be honest. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the oh, chipping God. off part is like Satisfying. it's not like that, like as heavy, like maybe not like mounds of it, but it's yeah. like Dude, hard, rock so- hard. <laughs> sometimes the video I see is like literally, I thought their gum was there. But then it's actually all shit before you, they actually reach their gum. Oh my you know god! I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, no fucking way. Yeah. Is that real? Yeah. And I'm also so surprised how people leave it for that long. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, for them it feels normal. Mm. Like they don't know like, what like, it don't, feels like. You don't like. look they... in the mirror every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, that I wouldn't know. But usually, usually it's on the inside <laughs> it's bottom, on right? The inside, so it's kind of yeah. hard to see. It's like. I, I, yeah, like, you're like not you gonna open- see that when you smile you'll see the front but where it all builds up is always inside or in between the teeth yeah and on your smile line you usually you can't see that you don't like inspect yourself like <laughs> regularly what the fuck I mean I'm just thinking like the, it's probably over years that they don't yeah, right but like I assume their sensitivity goes away right like their gum was at here at one point and then every year it, or every month it oh, slowly god. builds up right mm. so then what their tongue touches is probably like not it's even black. gum anymore oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> right because it, it gets hard too right yep see well I always get those cases where after I clean it they're like oh my god I can feel the spaces between my teeth oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if you think about it of how that plaque has been there for so long it just feels like a wall yeah and only after you've cleaned it out, then it feels like there's a, you can feel the individual teeth now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. I get so... My teeth are like hurting right now. <laughs> Dude, I actually get paranoid where like even between meals, if I feel it, like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll actually feel it. And then I'll actually feel like a little bit of like a layer. And then when you brush it, it all comes off, right? Yeah. yeah. And I actually get kind of annoyed when I feel that too. I know. Yeah. I'm Well, as a hygienist, it's always like once it gets fuzzy, then I feel like I got to floss it. <laughs> Oh, wait, um, what's your recommendation for, like, brushing and flossing? Um, so, I mean, there's debates between both. So, electric or manual toothbrush, honestly, both are fine. Okay. It's where you're actually aiming the brush. So, you always want to aim it at the gum line. And then it's also a matter of balancing how much pressure you're putting on right. the brush and the technique that you're using. So, I always tell patients... You want to aim the brush at a 45-degree angle towards your gums. Okay. And then you want to do small circular motions going yeah. back to the back of the teeth. And then if you think about a tooth, there's three sides of a tooth. There's the outside, yeah. like the cheek portion. There's the inside, which is the tongue side. And yeah. then there's the top, which is the biting surface. So you want to do those small circles on all those surfaces. Okay. And then, again, you also want to make sure that you're not brushing too hard because that will cause the gum to go down as well. So with that, I like to say... If you're using a manual toothbrush, honestly, yeah. the only amount of pressure you need is three fingers on that brush. Yeah, yeah. And oh, that's yeah. enough pressure to remove the plaque because plaque is soft, right? Oh. Um, when the plaque is hardened, that becomes calculus, and that's only be going to be able to be removed if you go and get a cleaning done, to be honest. Oh. Yeah. Dude, so do you guys do, like, educational shit? I feel like I never learned this in school. <laughs> Really? Like, I feel like my dentist told me about it, but it's like when you're a kid, you don't really give a shit. You're like, oh, I just want my toy kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, um, I always try to incorporate education. A lot of times it's like during the cleaning too. I would like, uh, like if I'm doing their cleaning, I'd be yeah. like, so like I would use my finger and pretend that it's a brush. Like this is where you want to aim your brush. You want to do it like this. And then afterwards I would show them because I'd be giving them the toothbrush. Yeah. And while I'm giving it, I'd be like, and then remember if you're using the manual, hold it with three fingers. That's enough pressure. Yeah. And remember the three areas. I don't know. Wait, that's do how you, I do it. Do you guys give away just manual toothbrush? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Dude, my, uh, my 
dental hygienist is so nice to me. Like with my first visit, she gave me an wow. electric one. Wow, an nice. electric one. Yeah, and then every visit after that, mm-hmm. she said like, "Okay, every time you visit me, just switch the head," and then she gives me a new head. Wow! Oh my yeah, god, yeah. that's awesome. Where does yeah. she work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that um, sounds like a bougie office. Yeah, what I the mean, hell? yeah, it's all well dental, but yeah. Okay, okay. But it's nice. It's cool. I mean, I don't know if they still do that. Maybe it was just like that one time they're doing it. Wow, new patients like, will never financially though. recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you guys get like deals with like Colgate and Crest? Like I, they'll give you a bunch of products yeah, to give away. Yeah, I think we do. And like if again, if you buy in bulk and yeah. like sell through your dental office i think that's the way to sometimes people can buy electric toothbrushes from dental offices as well yeah my office doesn't do it i don't know why maybe it's, i mean it's pretty cheap nowadays yeah too, so. and it's like accessible so maybe that's yeah. why they didn't have like storage space for it but yeah yeah pros well, and cons. i was just thinking they may have done it just because they may have got like some promotional thing from one of the i don't, I don't even know what to use i don't even know if it's crest or colgate it's, it's probably one of those two well the fact All that right. they gave it for free and not just like a discounted electric yeah, yeah. like that's crazy. crazy yeah they just gave it to me i was like sweet wow yeah i, I go pretty much every four months oh wow okay yeah, i'm pretty you're I'm, really on top of it good job dude i get okay i get really annoyed <laughs> because my front teeth my front what is this what is what is your front uh the centrals these two like the buck teeth ones, the two big ones in the front. Your central in incisors. Okay. <laughs> I get like a stain here every oh. four months, I swear. I Like after four stain. months, it's like a little brown. I don't know if it's coffee. I, I don't drink coffee. So I don't know if it's tea or something. Okay. But it's there. Um, it's most likely to do with your diet. Oh, shit. Okay. Like yeah. what? Okay. So can you educate me on that? Like what's the, okay, what's so, the bad shit to So eat? you said tea. Yeah. Coffee for sure. So I don't drink coffee. I sometimes drink tea. Let's say I drink tea maybe once a week. Okay. Um, and then I don't know. I just protein shake, meat, vegetables, just normal shit. Like what? What else is bad though? Well, like they always say, like red wine. No, I don't drink berries. That. Dark berries. I mean, in the summer I like eating berries. Like chocolates. Uh, oh, it could be. I mean, oh, I, I didn't know chocolate stain. Yeah, it's you just think about like darker staining foods technically. Like prunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking of something very dark, oh, and like darker juices, and like interesting. Yeah, is um the acidity matters, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, like uh, lemon juice is not good, or, yeah. or something like that. Or... Citrus fruits, and again, like it seems like everything's bad for energy teeth. drinks. Like if you think about like pop, anything with a lot of sugar, oh, okay. that's gonna like eat away at the teeth for sure, and the enamel in the teeth. Wait, so do you think it's um? Other than like tea and coffee, do you think it's our processed stuff that makes our teeth bad? Like, okay, what I'm thinking is like back in the day, mm. th- their teeth must have been pretty good, right? So back in the <laughs> day, because if, if they were like us, mm-hmm. eating like us, yeah, and didn't get regular cleanings, which they didn't, like way, way back when, mm-hmm. like they must have all just had completely rotted teeth. Yeah. Right? So I wonder if it's like all the sugar and stuff we eat. Well, it could be, but because teeth is, because it's part of our body, it's just whatever you put in your body, right? Oh, so, okay. it's okay. it's all dependent, honestly. Really? Is there like some like these are the worst things to eat for your teeth? Yeah, well, it's always like acidic food. So honestly, like energies, energy drinks is really bad. Okay. Coffee is bad because it stains, but coffee itself is actually like a little bit acidic as well, right? Oh. And so I and I always tell my patients because I'm not gonna stop you from having your cup of coffee. Right. But the reason why it's bad is because it'll stain your teeth and it'll make your mouth more dry. Yeah. And with that, it could make it a more acidic environment. And then also cavities are easier to form when your mouth is dry too. So I always recommend um, 
try to drink a lot of water throughout I, the day, even after you have your coffee, and that'll hopefully mitigate the stain that'll come on. I, I had know. no idea about the dry mouth part. Did that makes it worse? Did really? you know, Viv? Yes. Oh fuck. Okay. I mean, I'm just not educated. On this shit. I didn't know having a dry mouth was bad for your teeth. Yeah. No, it is. Oh damn. Mean. That's why you gotta drink lots of water. That's that's one thing that's like really good for your teeth, making sure that they stay hydrated. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is um, okay. Smoking's bad for it. Mm-hmm. How about like smoking weed? Okay. Is that similar badness? Um, I do say that if you think okay, so cigarettes and like tobacco, the reason it's bad is yes, same thing. It'll dry out the mouth. Yeah. But. Tobacco cigarettes themselves, they have chemicals that'll, again, affect the mouth itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More so, we talk about how tobacco will relate to, like, oral cancers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, And that reason why it's bad for our bodies and our mouths in general. Um, But also, like, smokers, they have really bad stain on their teeth. It's not, like, brown coffee. It's, like, black tobacco stain, so... So you just literally can't get it off, no matter how much you use that little uh, thing. It's still a lot harder, I'll say that. What's what's that called? What's that little sonic thing? You have to or... use the ultrasonic scaler. Oh my gosh. Wait, okay, wait. What are the different types of scalers? So there's the, they well, they call it power instrumentation. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one that is like the, the one that sprays water and vibrates. Yeah, yeah, that and one. And that's, we call it the ultrasonic scalers. Yeah. And it's like attached to like the water source and it, vibrates and that's going to be the one to like irrigate and use water as well to kind of remove the debris and then we have just like hand scalers oh yeah Yeah. okay wait have you i've always been so curious there's like a billion tools like you guys have a full tray of shit like you actually memorize each one and what each one is for for each teeth yeah okay so how (laughs) are they differentiated is like is there specific ones for specific teeth or specific ones for specific tasks yeah that's a good that's a good question um so there is um well i'll go through the ones that are like pretty basic so there's the they, they call them gracie curettes and they are like Basically, they say that it's already angled for you in a way that you're supposed to use it. Wait, what's it? What's it called again? Gracie, G R A C E Y, and take what? the take the middle Y out. Sorry. Oh, oh, Gracie. Oh, like someone's name is Grace. And then put scalar. Okay. 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 So these ones are already like angled for you, basically, and then dependent on how many bends there are on the instrument, the more bends is the farther back in the mouth you would use it. Oh. Yeah. oh so that's what we call like posterior scalers is the one with the most bends, and then there's one for like the premolars. Yeah. And then there's ones for like the anterior teeth, so the teeth in the front, and those ones are usually the most straightest. Um. How many of them, like, does your set have or whatever? I would say three. So one for the back, one for the middle, one for the front. Wait, there's only three tools? I swear my of friend... Of these. Oh. <laughs> so this is the first set, right? Gracie curettes, which are already angled for you. Yeah. And so basically with that, that just means that as a hygienist, I don't have to do angling myself oh, with you my just hand. go up to it and you just It's, it's already pre-angled, so, like, I can just put it in there. It's already kind of at the angle that I want and just scale like that. Oh, okay. So that's okay. a Gracie. Um, the next ones would be universal scalers or yeah. So universals. So these ones have a rounded toe edge and universal means that you can use them basically on any area in the mouth. 
And similar concept where the more bends the there same. are, the farther back, and then the straighter in the front. Um, there's also ones that have like really big faces and stuff. Those are also be more for the teeth in the back. Okay, hold up. I'm slightly <laughs> confused now. So this universal one is just pointy. So Whereas the other one is like a angled blade. Okay, so if you think about a Gracie. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll do it like this. So a Gracie. If you think about this is the scaler, this is the blade. Yeah, yeah. The Gracie is already bent for you. Okay. So when I'm using on a tooth, it's already bent for me the entire okay. time. Okay, makes Universals, sense. they're like straight like this. So when oh. I'm using it, I have to bend it myself oh, before I go see. in. Okay. And then Universals, they have a rounded toe edge, right? So the, the tip of it is rounded. Yeah. So it's actually safe, like, it's really good because it's not going to nick any of the gums that I'm going around. Yeah, yeah. So the last scalers that actually are my favorite, they're called sickle scalers. And they look like a sickle? Yes. So they're pointed at the edge. And so because they're pointed, they are actually more so used for in between the teeth or like where we call like the interproximal spaces. So the spaces between the teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those are the hardest areas to reach, but also the areas where a lot of everybody's plaque sits because it's so like in between the teeth, right? Technically, these ones are also universal, so you could use them in like all areas. But again, it's better to use um, a universal, like the the rounded toe edge scalers on like areas basically like on the cheek side or like the tongue side of the mouth. Right. Because that gum there is so tight to the tooth, you don't want to cut it. Yeah. And that's why sickle scalers are more so used in between the teeth. Cool. And again, same thing, the more bends usually, that means it's usually farther back where you'd use it. And then the straighter the scalar, the more in the front you would use it. Oh, okay. And so my kit has a, a mixture of all of these. It has Gracie's, it has Universal's, and it has sickle scalers. Okay. And then depending on where I'm going or how I'm going, then I would just pick up what I want to use. I see. Okay, so how how many sets of these do you have? Um, I rotate through. Um, I think in my cubby I have eight. Oh, wait, so at most in one day you can serve eight people? Well, they would sterilize them throughout the day. Wait, how long? How long does it take? Like, what's sterilizing? Is it just putting really hot water? <laughs> or so it's like two processes. It's first, it's either they have a dishwasher or ours is like an ultrasonic bath. Yeah. So you have to like soak it yeah. or like wash it in this ultrasonic bath first. Yeah. And then you dry the instruments and then you put them in these bags, and then the sterilizer is like really hot steam like component i yeah. don't know what you want to call it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it to reach like a certain temperature yeah, probably it's right like, yeah okay it's like a steam oven i guess yeah and yeah that usually like the sterilizing process itself like the sterilizer usually takes like an hour but you can fit a lot of instruments in there right because it's not oh. only hygiene stuff going in there it's a bunch of dentistry stuff too Wait, do you guys do it or do you guys have other staff no that there's that? assistants that usually do that Whoa. like we have floaters oh, cool. or like you know so. i want an assistant to clean it's my a, keyboard it's an entire <laughs> system <laughs> yeah no it sounds it sounds very in in depth because like every time you, you have to do it right like every mm -hmm, you do mm -hmm. one patient and then you take it all away yes and then, yeah it's always the turnover of each room and yeah moving yeah. wiping everything so like you had to label all your shit no like um so my scalers are labeled with like colored rings oh that's how we know whose is whose What's, oh, you have to buy your own? No, it's just provided by the office. Oh, I see. But my room has like three colored rings. Yeah. And the other hygienist's room, her scalers have one colored ring. Oh. So that's how they separate to know which scalers are in 
my bags and which are in her bags. Like you have three oh, specific so color or just three colors? Yeah, so each set, yeah. for example, maybe there's like a, a red, yellow, blue. So red, yellow, blue, that would all be one set together. Yeah. And then yeah, another yeah. set's like orange, pink, and oh. yellow. So those scalars stay together all the time. Yeah, yeah. And those bags would be flopped around. Dude, that sounds like a fucking nightmare <laughs> to like make sure all that shit's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, y- you do it long enough, the system works, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's why we... Like have to pay the amount we pay for like dental mm-hmm, hygiene mm-hmm. and dentist visits and stuff because they have to clean all that shit because it's, it's uh, a whole process. Yeah, and I I didn't notice, but like until more recently, my friend when I went started going with my friend for um for teeth cleaning, mm-hmm. she like checks everything. Like she checks like my lymph nodes and my tongue mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I didn't know you guys were in charge of that shit too. Yeah. Really? Whoa. Yeah, because it's the entire oral, right? Like yeah. a dentist would be everything from your lips to where. What's what's the what's the line you so guys? So she's draw? doing an extra oral exam for you then. That, oh, that means she's checking like yeah, your she just check your jaw and everything. Yeah, too. she checks like she puts her finger on my jaws and then mm-hmm. she's that open and close, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then she like feels around my lymph nodes. Mm-hmm. And then she looks around my tongue. She said, like, put your tongue here. And then she looks around that. Yeah, so she's doing an extraoral, intraoral exam. She's checking your lymph nodes to see if they're swollen. And then the intraoral exam is basically checking for, like, oral cancer or any, like, lesions and stuff. Oh. And that's to help monitor and make sure to see if that if there's a lesion there. Then we would write it down what how it looks today, like, size, color. And then yeah. we would let patient know. So we're seeing this. Maybe take a picture of it. I want you to monitor it, and then if it's like not gone by itself, or if it self heals, then that's fine. Um, depending on the office, they might even have you follow up in two weeks to yeah. like check that spot again. But so, are you guys just limited to like the teeth and gums, or like where else do you guys? Is there like a demarcation line? Like, okay, this is doctor mm. or GP shit, and then this is our shit. Mm. Or is that is that kind of like mixed in here? It's kind of mixed, but I mean, uh-huh. like as a hygienist, I'm yeah. mainly responsible for like gum health, not necessarily like teeth health. Yes, because yeah. I'm removing plaque. Yeah. But if there is a problem with the teeth, that's probably when I bring a dentist in. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? Like okay. if I see a spot with decay, yeah, I could. Well, honestly, like again, we learn X-rays and everything, and then we we can see in the mouth as well. But the dentist is definitely more like has more expertise in that area, yeah, and so yeah. we'd have them do the actual diagnosis if there is a cavity that needs to be filled or anything like that. Um. Yeah. So for me as a hygienist, I do do a lot of like um, diagnosis on like gum health. Yeah. Because along with like removing plaque you have to measure like how the gums are how they look and like bleeding like uh, deep pockets and stuff i was gonna say she does a thing where she uh she pokes it and then she sees how deep it yeah. goes what does that mean so that's she's doing like a, a full mouth probe for you basically yeah i think she does it like once a year or something or i don't know when how often but i think yeah, it feels usually, like it's once a year usually once a year and that's to help measure how deep your gum pockets are between all of your teeth And that's, again, if you think about it, how deep the pockets are means how deep plaque can go, right? So if you have a deeper pocket, that means plaque is getting underneath here. And that's not only resorbing gum, but it can resorb the bone that's holding the tooth in place. So you want shallow pockets. Yes. And shallow pockets, is that a higher number or lower number? So I will say... Like I will say a healthy pocket range is usually yeah. one to three millimeters when I'm measuring with my probe. Okay. Once it dips past three, so I like to say like four millimeters is yeah. like kind of 
moderate. You got a little bit of gingivitis going on, probably a little bit of bleeding. Maybe it's a bit red. Maybe it's a bit puffy.、Um, once it's dipped more than five, then you probably have a bit of like bone resorption too, or like periodontitis. And so now that's that's when it's、um, progressed from just gingivitis to like periodontitis potentially. Again, each case is a little bit different as well. Sometimes like gums are just inflamed, so it's causing like a pseudo pocket. So the gums themselves are just like a little bit larger, and that's what's、yeah. causing the pocket to be a little bit higher. So again, it depends on each person and each patient, and also depends on like what their pockets have been before and everything too. Okay, I'm I'm a fucking idiot. What's gingivitis specifically? <laughs> oh, some disease of the gums, right? Is it? Yeah, it's like gum inflammation, basically. Oh, okay. So if there's like red, swollen, bleeding gums. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Whatever inflammation is, but it's inflammation in the gums. Okay. Yeah. Like that's what I think, but I I never like I've always heard it, but I never knew like okay, this is the de- the definition of it, right?、Yeah. I always knew it was something to do with your teeth and your teeth, you know,、yeah. you ain't brushing properly and shit or something like、yeah. that, right? Oh, that's very interesting. So、yeah. I guess that four years actually went to a lot of fucking education on this.、Um, that's pretty cool. <laughs>、uh, how 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 do you guys do your um? Because like what you guys do is almost like a like a like a like you guys have some practicum or something like that, right? Like it's it's、mm-hmm. almost like a it's like an art or like an operations thing, if you know what I mean. Like probably have to do it quite a bit before you get to the point you are, right? Like is that、yeah. is that what you guys have? You guys have like a like in my. Like the dental hygiene program, you yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, students would be working on sim lab first, so simulation lab. They would be working、Whoa. on like a fake set of teeth、oh, for like the、okay. first semester. Okay. And then after that first semester, honestly, in winter term, they go onto like real patients. Oh. And they would start working on real patients, and then with those appointments, they they usually take a little longer to. Be able to make sure you can do all your assessments properly. Yeah, and then like slowly go into scaling, and then it's always from there. Like that's when you learn to really get your assessments done properly, and then like slowly get faster doing scaling, faster、yeah. assessments, and then I mean the program at U of A is three years now. Yeah, and so basically for two and a half years, you're like working on patients. Is that like a, some discount rate? Like I don't want Junior <laughs> working on my teeth or something, right? Like how does that work? Yeah, it is.、Oh, it、okay. is a it is a discounted rate, I believe.、Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes you have to go in for multiple appointments too, and they're long appointments. Oh, okay. Like so, at yeah. least two yeah. hours, I want to say. I assume they probably like do that at the school school or like the school. Does the school have these appointments or is it like actual?、Places? It's at the U of A. Yeah,、oh, there's、okay. like a clinic there. Okay. That they do it. That I could have got cheaper teeth cleaning. Yes. Fuck! I wish I knew. Just I wish I knew. Okay, guys, if you're a student, you can do this. <laughs> it just takes longer, but it's cheaper. Yeah. So you might have to go for multiple appointments, but it is cheaper. Is there like um, like I assume they test you though, right? Like you have to reach X amount of assessment. What's that test like? Like they just count how many times this person bleeds or something, or? Well, it's basically how competent you were at removing whatever calculus was there, and so as instructors, you also have to know how to explore and make sure that. That tooth is cleared of the plaque、yeah. and the calculus,、okay. and then yeah, checking like how accurately the student was able to like talk about like the the gum health and everything too, and、um, if there's gingivitis or if there's not, or like checking the probing scores、yeah. if their probing scores were accurate to what an instructor's probing scores were. Right, you know all、okay. those different things is how they can check if the student is actually. Learning and doing well in the hygiene skills that they need. Yeah, yeah. So that's it, how they would test them, I'd say. 
because it's such a weird thing right because like a lot of for example if you say like any other degree in uva it's very like theory based but this one's mm-hmm. like very applications based it's right? a lot of yeah you gotta have your tactile skills yeah but, but along with that there's a lot of theory because again you have to like know yes honestly like the like anatomy of the body and how the like, health of the body works i had to do pharmacology oh yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah. like drugs and stuff and how the drugs would affect the body how the drugs would affect the teeth yeah and yeah a lot like there's like oral biology as well there's like a whole thing of just like pathogens oh, that are in the mouth and all that too right mm. so. <laughs> pretty dirty place pretty dirty place yeah. <laughs> uh so that means you're like your finger dexterity must be really good then Right. Or it has to be in order to do all that shit or no? Maybe. I don't know. I think my right bicep's bigger than my left. Oh, because <laughs> you're always scaling and shit with your yeah, right? just my oh, right side. Damn. My left is only responsible for holding my mirror. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> is the program at U of A the same one at Nate? Is there one at no, Nate? No. So, I mean, U of A has a dental hygiene program. They have the dentistry program. I think they're starting to do a dental assisting program. But I know Nate is um, dental assisting or I think they have like a dental lab tech. Dental lab Mm -hmm. techs, they would be the ones that are like making like dentures and like crowns and stuff like that. Oh, I see. And then dental assistants would be the ones that help the dentists like chair side with like um, prepping like fillings and stuff and suctioning. And then they do a lot of like impressions and like just patient care and stuff like that too. What's the difference between a dental hygienist and a dental assistant then? So hygienists, we're mainly responsible for like cleaning the teeth and like doing education on like how to clean teeth and prevention wise. Again, the dental assistant, they're usually more so um, working um, together with the dentist to do like the fillings. Uh, They can sit there to help like record for a diagnosis of whatever's going on and stuff like that. And then they can help set up the room for the whatever process or treatment that they're doing too. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was going to fuck question right on top on, on the tip of my mouth. Uh, oh, cavities. So I don't think I have any, but I'm not sure, but how does, so what, what's, what's going on there? Is it just like, there's a hole being like, how does that, how does that <laughs> form? Like, that's kind of weird. Like how do cavities form? How do cavities form? And how do you guys fix that shit? Okay. So cavity forms when there's, plaque on our teeth what's living in the plaque is the bacteria right yeah and the bacteria what they can do is if they have sugar from any of the food in our diet they will release acid acid is what's going to cause a cavity on our teeth so what do you guys see you guys start seeing a hole when you guys are examining yeah. so it'll start as like we, we call it like a white spot lesion so it'll start to turn like the enamel will start to turn actually more white and then after it's more white it'll turn brown and then oh. it'll start to turn brown. Yeah. And then after it turns brown, then it would actually start to form a hole and become decay. Oh. Yeah. So at the point where it's just a lesion, is there like hope? Like, can you just brush it away or something? Or So a lot of times if it's still just that more lighter white enamel. Yeah. Uh, we call that it that enamel starting to demineralize. So yes, you can save it by kind of putting more minerals in that spot, just making sure that spot stays clean and that plaque can't access that area. So that would be through like flossing the spot a bit more or like putting like fluoridated products or using toothpaste to make sure that spot stays clean. Wait, is there other products? Like other, like other than brushing your teeth, there's like literally shit you can put on there? Uh, Yeah, how do you put more minerals on? Um, Yeah, so you could use like 
toothpaste that's higher in fluoride because oh, like fluoride's okay. really good for your teeth. Yeah. Um, I like to say that fluoride's almost like a shield that that helps protect the teeth because right. it makes enamel stronger, right? So there's stronger fluoridated toothpaste that you could use, and there's also like fluoride mouth rinses. And oh. then there's people that don't like fluoride, so there's other like um, remineralizing products. I think one is called like MI paste. It's also a type of product that'll just help re- remineralize the teeth and make them stronger, basically. Okay, slightly off topic. How do you feel about fluoride in the water? <laughs> <laughs> As a hygienist, I like it. Yeah. I think it's a good thing to be in like our whole system. Don't you want it just just in our mouth? Like, is fluoride good for the rest of our body? Well, they always say if you ingest too much, obviously that's bad. But yeah. however amount they have that's in the water, it's safe enough that I don't think it's gonna, you know, do any harm right, to the okay. actual body. Luckily, yeah. If you think about it, if you do like, like we don't even do this like type of fluoride anymore. There used to be the ones where it's like a gel tray. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like gel fluoride trays. Yes. If you were to swallow all that, then yeah, you'd get like a stomach ache for sure. Oh. You know what I mean. Yeah, but, but I mean, what if I drink tap water? Yeah, I don't. I can't comment on that. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, okay, that I have enough. no idea. Fair enough. Fair enough. It is uh, more controversial. Sorry. Do you rinse your mouth after you brush your teeth? So apparently, it's better oh. to not rinse your mouth after. Yeah, because you want to again leave the fluoride that's on the toothpaste on your teeth. Do you? I was taught to. I mean, I was. I just always rinsed after. I mean, I was also taught to rinse yeah, like, from my parents. Yeah. yeah, same. But like, I, but I heard that same thing that yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, rinse. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. But I was like, "Fuck that!" I'm just gonna. I, I there's also the debate of like, do you brush first or do you floss first? Oh, okay. What's your th- take on that? What? Ah, see, this is another one where like, honestly, as long as you're doing both, I don't really care. Oh, <laughs> but a... it's. Oh god. Hey, yeah, you know you go. I was gonna say I'm a brush then floss guy. Really, I'm a floss then brush. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm a. A brush then floss. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. But again, I feel like as long because, I mean, they say that like you floss first and then you brush out what you flossed out. Mm, okay. But then you could also brush first and then you floss out what you brush missed. I don't mm. know. Yeah, so <laughs> actually, I just realized I have a three-step process. Okay. I brush, floss, and I use the water pick after. Oh, okay. Whoa. Yeah, ever since I got the water pick, I was like, I brush, floss, then water pick. Very nice. And then that's because my dental hygienist, who's my friend, mm-hmm. uh, kind of recommended that because she's like, oh, it's on sale. You should go and get one. So I went to Costco and get it. Mm. Um, also, okay, like kind of off topic, but having a friend as your dental hygienist, it makes me like want my teeth cleaner because like I kind of care about her opinion because like because if it was someone I didn't really give a shit about then I'd be yeah. like oh I don't really care what you think right but my, be my friend being my dental hygienist I was like fuck I really want to be like have a cleaner set of teeth every time I visit her that so then sense. it feels That's like good. it's progress you know what she probably yeah. appreciates that you're taking care of your teeth <laughs> uh, I mean yeah but I mean it's just weird you know what I mean like I feel like back then I didn't so I didn't care as much but then I mean, I've always cared about my teeth. Like, I've always been very, like, picky about that shit. Like, I floss all the time. Um, and sometimes I floss, like, twice a day. Um, and, and the thing I do is, I don't know if you guys... I, I mean, I'm not too sure, but... I usually brush and floss, like, after I eat lunch and then at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the morning. But I don't floss in the morning. Okay. But what's your thought of, like, brushing before you eat is that is that necessary or should you just like eat and then brush? before you eat so like in the morning um do you oh, brush do you brush yes. and then you eat or 
What if what if you don't eat a morning meal? Should you still brush in the morning? Like what what happens at night? See, I I like to say, I mean, I brush before I eat only because my mouth feels nasty when I wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's yeah. why I brush. But one thing I was going to comment is after you eat a meal, you want to wait a little bit before you yes. brush. You don't want to brush right away because again, if you ate anything acidic or sugary, if you brush right away, then you're brushing all that sugar or acid to other teeth in your mouth. Right, right. right. So you almost want to let that settle and like let your mouth naturally neutralize it and your yeah. saliva neutralize those things first. Yeah. I like to say wait about half an hour before you brush your teeth yeah. after eating. Yeah, you, usually it's uh, I eat lunch at like noon and I'll brush at like one thirty or 2. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then that's fine. Yeah, but um, okay, the, the the other question I have is like what's that nasty feeling in the morning? Like what's that? what's going <laughs> on in your teeth? Or well, your it's again, it's it would just be like when you're sleeping, I guess, maybe your mouth isn't like actively producing saliva. It's more dry. Oh. Okay. Uh, but again, that I'm not too sure. That's just what I think. I just feel like my mouth is dry in the morning. Maybe right. because I kind of mouth breathe too. So that's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouth breathing is pretty bad. It's but, very bad. But okay. So I've always had this theory um, that it's like if I clean my teeth at night before I go to sleep, do I need to brush before my first meal the next day? Like, is there anything bad? Like, could anything grow in my teeth or, or in my mouth during that duration at night? Does that does uh, that kind of make sense? Like, I can't. I I I feel like I know where your question's going. Like, okay, say I don't I have, have a, a scientific answer for you. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> unfortunately, so I would just give what my opinion would be. Would be like again, if your mouth is more dry, technically, then that's not that good. So I mean, if you're not gonna brush your teeth, at least drink some water. <laughs> no, because yeah, what I was thinking is like, if I had a limited supply of tooth toothpaste for whatever fucking reason, <laughs> and I I could only brush two times a day. Okay. Okay. So I'm for sure gonna brush before I go to bed because it's nasty if you don't. Yeah, yes. that's the best time to brush. Yes. But then, sleep. but then the other time, should I do it after my first meal or should I just do it as soon as I wake up? Well, sorry, pers- put you on the spot. Personal yeah. opinion again. I would just do it when I wake up. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but for oral health, would it be better to like? Does it? Would it be better to do it after your first meal or would it be better to do it? See that, I feel like. I don't know if it would matter because I would just say not necessarily that you need to brush your teeth and keep them clean like 100% all the time. It's just I, make I like sure to it. drink water. Yeah, okay. And okay. like keep your mouth neutralized. Yeah, That's yeah. the most important thing. Because sometimes people just can't access a toothbrush in the middle of the day too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like oh, hopefully then you can at least drink some water. Okay. I've also had this weird thought. <laughs> um, fluoride vapes is that ever a thing whoa what the <laughs> uh, fuck that's i've never heard of that <laughs> like you know how like you rinse your mouth with like a fluoride Holy wash shit. but what, if, the, what if there's like a, yeah what if there's teeth whining vapes is that you think that's uh, see again but then wouldn't they be ingesting too much fluoride uh, what if it's like the what if it's a normal vape wait wait is is our dentists against vapes also and i mean they're against smoking yes. for sure right but is that just because there's specific chemicals in the cigarette? Like, what if it was just plain tobacco? Is that bad too? You know how, like, you know how back in the day they roll your own tobacco and shit, you know, with a little paper and stuff? Do you guys know about that stuff? I will mainly or? just say that, like, yeah, cigarettes themselves are bad because of the chemicals in it. That, yeah. just tobacco, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, And then also, when it comes to vapes, again, the, 
whatever's in it themselves, yeah. like whatever chemicals it is, yeah, I yeah. don't think there's the science out to really say how it affects the teeth yet. Oh, okay. But okay. it's still that same thing of you're putting something where you're drying your mouth out. Right? Oh, okay. It's always going to go sense. back to if you're drying your mouth out, that's not good for your mouth. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's true. And if you're putting different chemicals in your mouth, that's probably not that good either. Yeah. I just don't know if there's science on that yet. So, again, can't comment, unfortunately. True. <laughs> um... Sorry, I'm just gonna keep firing questions and shit away at you stuff. <laughs> just because I'm so curious Are about you this. Stuff. Me? <laughs> uh, I've always seen pictures from in school of people who do chew tobacco and there's like holes in their mouth. Have you seen those? Have you guys seen those? I've seen those. Is that have you have you seen in real life? Mm, not in real life, I don't oh, think. Oh, okay. Because it's be f- not that common here, I don't think, is it? I mean, there's a lot of people that do true here. Oh, really? maybe I don't see them. A lot of, like, if you know a person that plays hockey or baseball, they've probably done true. Oh, shit. Yeah, because they, they do that a lot during, like, games and shit and stuff. Oh, like sports people, right? Uh, Well, specifically, I think, I feel like hockey and baseball is the biggest, uh, too, that they do a lot of true tobacco and stuff. I would say, yeah, when people do it, I think the main thing is wherever they put it, the yeah. thing yeah. sometimes the tissue can look a little different and then from there it could stem into like oral cancer or whatever yeah like because again it's tobacco or like whatever chemicals is in that right but you i mean i'd, I'd be kind of traumatized if i saw that in real life like a hole in someone's gums yeah I would okay, be see too. i haven't mm, that i've never seen yet that would be scary <laughs> mm, okay okay fair enough i feel like that's uh it's nice that we have the same feeling with that <laughs> that being scary i mean i'm I'm always terrified like i was truly traumatized when i watched those videos when i was a kid like in health class and stuff they show you like oh this is what happens if you chew tobacco this is what happens if you smoke and some like gross ass shit but i'm not sure if that's just like super worst case scenario or something like that like have you have you dealt with anyone with like mouth cancer before no i have not but my friend has not in the mouth apparently she was doing that extra oral exam on somebody. Yeah. And then they had a mole that was on their nose. It was like under where their glasses are. And then she asked the patients like, oh, like, have you ever gotten that checked out? And yeah. he said, oh, it's been there for a long time. Um, no, I haven't gotten checked out. So for her, because it was something new, she she noted it down and she also kind of recommended maybe you should go check get it checked out Cause, because it's like uh, in a spot that's, you know, and it looks a little bit like different, so let's just go check it out just to make sure. Yeah, it ended up being like cancer on his face, and damn, yeah, he, cancer? he got it. He got it removed, and he's oh, he's okay now. But yeah, oh, damn, just yeah. as bad as Paul cancer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I, would, I guess I would <laughs> say so. Yeah. Okay, so wait, do you have any more dental hygienist specific questions? Because I have some like very general shit I want to ask about. Um, what's your opinion on using whitening strips oh that's and a good overusing question. them for the time that they say to use them oh good question like leaving them on for longer so i will say again this is kind of uh my personal opinion too um i will say white strips that you buy mm-hmm they really depend on the person and their consistency on how much they're using it to be able to see your results, right? Yeah. So I always say that if a patient is asking me like, oh, like if I buy white strips, is it going to work, right? I'll tell them that like, you know, white strips, again, you got to leave them for a certain amount of time. And then, 
you have to, you have to use it for a certain amount of time as well before you see results. So I honestly say it usually takes like almost a month of using them before you're gonna see results. But then another thing is when you use white strips, if you think about it, it's whitening is in a sense it's gonna be just removing even like the slightest bit of enamel, and yeah. that's why it causes sensitivity, right? Yeah. And so that's usually why. I wouldn't recommend using it for longer than it recommends, only because it just could be causing more sensitivity on the teeth.、Mm-hmm. Again, you also have to look at how what, how concentrated I think it is on the box too, because I also don't know if if it's if you're using it and it's only that amount. Maybe by the time is up, it's it's not more. It's like diminished now.、Mm-hmm. That I don't know, but just in general, I probably wouldn't want it too long on the teeth, just because you don't want to like. You know, wither away the enamel longer、mm. than recommended. That's on those boxes. But yeah, white strips themselves. Again, it just depends on the person too. If your teeth can handle it, like sensitivity-wise, they will work. But you do need to use them a little bit longer before you probably see results. I would say. Where does it differ、oh. from the whitening treatments in a clinic? So it's it's dependent on how、um, concentrated whatever they're. Using, I think it's usually hydrogen peroxide that's、yeah. in white strips, and so the the level that they're able to give over the counter is usually like a lower dose.、Mm. But if you were to go to like an in office whitening, then the dose is a lot higher. But then the treatment that is on the teeth, it's a lot quicker too, and、mm-hmm. that's why you're going to see results a lot faster.、Uh, but that's because the concentration is so much stronger, right?、Mm-hmm. And so. I always tell patients I've done Zoom whitening in office and I've tried white strips.、Mm-hmm. Um, when I did Zoom whitening, my teeth were pretty sensitive for like 24 hours after the treatment, but I did see my results right away, so I did like it.、Um, again, it was really expensive though.、Um, and then when I used white strips, same thing. Like I just felt like my teeth were so sensitive even after just those like 20 minutes of having it on my teeth that like that sensitivity I just couldn't handle. So、yeah. I don't know. White strips just for me wasn't for me. I think because my teeth are just naturally kind of more sensitive, unfortunately. But I have a friend that she like whitens her teeth like every couple months, and like her teeth are so white and really nice, right? So okay. Wait, what's the science behind whitening strip? Are you just like burning away the front layer or something? It's yeah. It's basically if you think about it, te- like teeth, teeth themselves are actually kind of porous. Yeah. Microscopically, there's like tiny little holes in it, right? Okay. And so if you have like yellow enamel, that doesn't necessarily mean it's unhealthy. But to get the white, whiter color, technically you need to like go a little bit deeper because sometimes like the top layer of the enamel is a tiny bit discolored because of overtime stain, food, Wait, so, whatever. Would that thin your teeth out? Like the tiniest bit. Oh. It depends on how much you you're gonna do it or how much you're gonna use it. Well, I, I always wondered like when you're like scaling our teeth, like does that s- remove some of our teeth also, not just the plaque but the teeth itself? I、or? think the scalers. I don't think they're. Whatever metal it is, I don't think it's stronger than whatever it is. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But、sense. I will say, scalers—they technically can remove like dentin. So dentin is the root part of the tooth. Okay. So there's the top part, which is the crown, which is covered in enamel. Yeah. And then the root is like the yellow part. Technically, scalers can remove root surface. Yeah. But enamel, I don't think so. Maybe like、uh, very, very microscopically, but. All right. Sorry, guys. Had a little tower problem there, but、uh, we're good now. Uh, okay, interesting. So yeah, I was always afraid. Like, does my enamel regenerate too? Enamel will not regenerate. No. Oh, so this is my only enamel I have. Fucked. So you、life. need to take care of the enamel that we have. 
<laughs> oh, I mean, so that's I, why fluoride technically is a good thing. It's protecting your enamel. Okay, um, it's making it stronger. Okay, how, so right now my dental hygienist, when she applies fluoride, she has a little paintbrush and she paints the thing mm, on. Is mm-hmm. that is that like the best way right now? Yes, fluoride. Like that's optimal technology right now. Yes. Okay. Damn. Yes. <laughs> I'm just that's a great way to say it. Okay. Fluoride varnish is yeah. our highest level of fluoride technology now. <laughs> so why does it get fuzzy after a bit? So basically, the kind that they have now, it's um, there's a. There's a chemical in it called like colophony. Do you know what colophony is? No, that's scary. the sticky stuff that's used in band aids. Oh, so, they're putting band aids on my. Well, that's what they're using to help bond fluoride, I think. But that's why it gets stringy. Oh. So people that have a band aid allergy, we can't use varnish on them. Oh. That also that also affect their. Because they'll they'll have a reaction to it. Damn. They so can't use whitening strips too. Then. That I'm not sure. I guess it depends if the whitening strip because I that, I, so. I I do I just know that varnish has colophony in it. But varnish right now that's the best way of applying. Yeah. Fluoride. Okay, so I'm getting the best treatment right now. Yes. Okay. That's okay. why we don't do the gels trays anymore. Yeah, yeah, because it's not as effective. Yeah, and we don't do the rinse either. Eh? Yeah, I think they're yeah, moving I away those. from those because yeah, that's what I did when I was like young. Yeah, and it was annoying because like I was always scared. Like, okay, at the dentist back when I was a kid, I was always scared to, like, swallow anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want any of this shit in me, man. Like, yeah, me too. It touches my teeth and only my teeth. Yeah. But uh, now I feel a bit more comfortable because, like, when I talk to my friend about it, she explains everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like, this part, I'm cool. That part, maybe not. You know, all this stuff. And the varnish, she says, like, it's pretty safe. Like, it's nothing really happens. Yeah. Just, like, don't brush, but I can already eat and drink right after and stuff. Yes. Oh, okay. That's good. That's cool. So are you ever involved, like, with oral surgeries or just purely cleaning part? Mm, just mainly the cleanings. Oh, okay. And then, like, the most I would do usually with a dentist is, like, a checkup exam and i would help them record whatever they're finding yeah and then i could also let them know if i found anything for them to check those spots Uh, i also take x-rays for them too yeah um i can like somewhat read x-rays but i will always like get the second opinion from the dentist because they're the experts yeah they know where to find decay and all that uh job okay so my teeth are sensitive to like ice cream like something really cold is that is that normal like is that something wrong or um, has your hygienist told you if you have like root recession, like gum recession? I mean, no, but she gives me Sensodyne toothpaste. I don't know if that shit helps or not. Okay, so I mean, I have sensitive teeth too. It's just natural. It's like just genetics, or well, there's two things that could be related to. It could be if you have like gum recession, so your okay. roots are starting to show. Okay. Again, that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the pockets root, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, root area doesn't have enamel covering it, so they're usually more sensitive to mm. temperature and stuff. Another thing is, do you know if you clench or grind your teeth? I do. I do. So that sure. actually, just the teeth in general, they're taking more forces. Yeah. So that could also be related to your sensitivity as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Like microscopically, they're just maybe have a little bit more cracks, right? Oh, and those cracks are where the pain's going through. Because like, oh, again, if you think about it, teeth are porous. Yeah. So anytime those holes are opened up a bit bigger by any of those different things, oh. then the sensitivity can be a little bit more heightened for that person. Wait, do you do you grind your teeth, Viv? No, I do not. Oh shit! I mean, I I, I wear I wear I wear <laughs> retainers at night. Yeah. But I know if I'm going for like a hard set or like a hard climb, I'm like I I I definitely mm. like clench my teeth. Mm. Do you wear like a guard? No, I mean. I'll look dumb, but no. Oh. Like, I could, but I don't think it's the card. <laughs> uh, but no, like, 
I don't know. I, I just never, I, I've always thought about it because I think there's a thing in the climbing, or not climbing, in the weightlifting community where it's like if you wear a guard, it might improve your gains a little bit more or you can lift a little oh, bit heavier. Because yeah. then oh. you're like just, you don't even have to think about clenching. You'll just clench, but you'll have a guard there. So it doesn't yeah. do anything. Wait, what does a guard do? It just d- distributes the force more evenly or? Um, it's more so for protecting the teeth. Oh, So it's okay. more so just to like not cause further damage. Oh, uh, okay. Technically. Because I'm just thinking, like, the force still transfers, but I guess it transfers to, like, other parts of the teeth, not just the top, right? Uh, yeah, if you were to want to redistribute, that's more so, like, an ortho thing. Because oh. then you have to, like, change your entire bite. No, no, I'm just saying, like, it's redistributing the forces w- with a guard, right? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, a guard... So, again, protect the teeth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, wait. What do you think about braces? Was it where your thought of braces? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I thought that's what my thought is, kind of. Okay, we have to think of it from a functionality perspective, okay? Yeah. So same thing. If your teeth are in, like, not the best bite, yeah. then ortho is going to help put them in a better bite to, again, redistribute the forces so right. that it helps overall with all those things we just talked about. Yeah. Sensitivity, like, if the teeth are crooked, then more plaque, more, more decay, all that. So, again, putting them in a straight position yeah. would be beneficial because then you're lowering your risk of getting decay, gingivitis, all those different things, right? Right. And now they have like two different kinds of ortho too. They have like metal braces and they have Invisalign. Did you guys have braces when you guys were younger? I had braces for like a year. I had braces for three years. I had braces for a long time. Oh. I had it for like two years and then I didn't wear my retainers. And then I had it for like another two years because I had to put it back on. Oh my God. Just because you didn't wear your retainers. So I was that really bad kid. And now I don't know how I became a hygienist. What a fucking rebel. No. Okay. The only reason I'm not a fan is that I read this book about breathing. Oh, okay. And about nose breathing and such. And this is a, a whole podcast I did on. And what they're saying is that what you should be doing is um, chewing more. And when you like chew harder food, not like specifically really hard food, but like if you actually eat whole foods and you actually chew more, um, your this is what the book's saying, is that your mouth will grow properly and it'll be less crowded. So then it won't get crooked. Oh. So then they're saying like, like ortho is like, treating the symptom but not the actual root cause mm. the root cause is that our teeth is x amount like we need x amount space yeah and the more we chew the more our jaws will grow properly so then the teeth will fill in the space properly and like part of the book was like they went back and they saw like pretty much every skull they've seen in the past has straight teeth and they're like why like they've never used braces so like why the fuck do they have the straight teeth and their theory is that because they chewed more their mouth could grow bigger and properly so then the teeth will fill in the spots properly whereas if you don't your mouth is smaller and then everything gets crooked because there's no space for the teeth to grow yeah um th- that's the only reason like i'm not saying like braces are bad or anything i'm just saying like we should be looking at those type of stuff. And that book, the reason why they talk about the mouth so much is because that's important for proper nose breathing is that it opens up the airway or something. Is that, is that yeah. like, do you guys learn part of that in school? Yeah, or? well, we learned that. And we also learn like, like about sleep apnea too, right? Yeah. And yeah. how like, yeah, mouth breathing is bad because if you mouth breather at the night, you could have sleep apnea. Yeah. And then, yeah, your airways aren't open. So you're not, you're not sleeping properly. You're not breathing yeah. properly. It just, it affects your whole entire body at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, and I, I forget exactly how it is, but it's, it's something I read in the book where it's like, the bigger your mouth is, um, also like the bigger passageway where your throat is gonna be, so you can nose breathe properly. So when you lay down, it doesn't collapse as easily. But the smaller your mouth is, the it's something related to that. And I was like, oh, that's very interesting. That's why I was very like, it, it's not that I don't like 
orthodontist, even though they took a lot of my money. Um, <laughs> it's more so like, oh, it's cool that they fixed something, but we never went back to like the root cause of what it could be. Right. And apparently that's what I was told is like the whole chewing thing. And, and that'll also help your, Oh wait, did you ever learn about the whole mewing thing and helping your um, jaws and stuff? I mean, I've seen that on TikTok, but I've never learned about it. Oh, do you, you know about mewing and stuff? I know what it is. But like the actual reason why it's got started, like not the, not the trend. It's like your muscles right here, right? Yeah. And then it'll, um, it'll pretty much, push your jaw i think in a way where it helps nose breathing better yeah because when it's like very squished in it collapses the, the throat more easily okay well I'll, I'll comment one thing um that's kind of related to something that we call myofunctional therapy and okay. again it's like learning exercises for it's usually used on kids to again help with nasal breathing and like yeah. better tongue positioning and everything too um, so that's something similar to that, but again, I oh. don't know too much on it. They do a little bit of it at my office. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's something that can also be related to ortho because that can be a first step before they go into ortho yeah, to yeah, hopefully yeah. help kind of prep the mouth yeah. for ortho, if that makes sense. Wait, what's uh tongue positioning? What's where, where should you be placing your okay. tongue? Okay, so where your tongue should naturally be is if you say the letter N. N. That's where your tongue should always naturally be resting. N. Oh, Yes. Like that much of your tongue should be resting at the top. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Most of my tongue is always at the top. Yeah. Um. Even when I sleep, and like I just notice, like randomly, whenever I'm like ever since I read the book, because I think they said the same mm-hmm. thing. You don't want your tongue at the bottom because mm-hmm. it's more likely to collapse your little yeah. throat when you breathe. Yeah. Oh, I have a question. Oh my god, this is a question. When you sleep, do you use your tongue to like fill up the entire space on the inside of your mouth so that you don't kind of like salivate while you sleep? Oh, that it's kind of like mewing, but there's no space at all anywhere. Like when you sleep, do you mm. guys still salivate? Yeah, but I, I wear retainers when I sleep. I, like I have is, a mouth where guard. Where does that go? Where does my it's not saliva like you're like go? Constantly like swallowing your saliva. But like when I sleep, I make it so that my tongue like fills up my entire mouth. So like I don't like. Salivate. You don't drool? No. Hmm. I was curious if everyone does that when they sleep. I, I don't know because like because I wear retainers. Like how do you so like rest your tongue? I guess when you sleep. Mine's always at the top, but like with retainer, there's not much real estate anymore. Ugh. Like I feel like again, naturally you should have your tongue at the top, so you're probably doing it right. But yeah, the sal the saliva thing, I actually don't know. I always wonder because like some people just have more saliva flow than others too, so maybe that's. I don't know. Mm. It it could be related to a bunch of different things. That mm. I'm not too sure to be honest. I think I have uh, I have more saliva. I have a spitting issue sometimes when I talk. There's just more <laughs> saliva there. But so that's like, good, like, isn't when it? When you close your mouth <laughs> yeah, regularly, yeah, your mouth will like still salivate, right? But when you sleep, you put your tongue or I put my tongue in a way so that it doesn't do that. Do you salivate that much when you sleep? I thought it's like slowed a lot. Like you salivate more right before you eat. Do but, you? Yeah. You salivate more before you eat because you're getting your. I mean, like I can it's make it rest like stop. and digest, right? Yeah, like when you when you want to eat, then you're you're you're, like, you're like your saliva generates your brain more. Sees the food, I guess. Your saliva generates more when you're about to eat, and then when you're resting, it generates less. Because but like, can you like make it like stop? Make it stop. I mean, yeah, like before you go to sleep. 
if you have no more water, I assume you'll have no more saliva. Yes. <laughs> but like, you don't want less saliva though. You want more because you don't want your well, mouth dried, not, right? Yeah, or, but that's what happens when you're sleeping. Again, you just, I don't think you produce that much. Mm, but measure. again, I, I, that I'm not. Here. I'll come to your house three in the morning and I'll do like a Q-tip swab of your tongue and I'll be like, all right, this is how much saliva you'll have. check. Okay, weird question. Do you guys ever learn about like animal teeth? Or no, not at all? No. Oh, I assume it's a similar premise, I, I assume. Yeah, I mean, I know a girl that scaled her dog's teeth. Really? <laughs> I'm like, how would you even do that? So I bring my dog in to get his teeth clean, uh-huh. maybe once every two years. But they put him out for that. Yeah, because like, like exactly. he's passed like, out for that. How else can you do it? Yeah, and then and then they just go ham because he's passed out. It's so much faster and uh-huh. stuff. So he just they just go ham while he's out. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. I think my I think Lumi's pretty well behaved for whenever I brush her teeth. And stuff. I, I I I can't do. I'm, just gives up. I should clean his teeth. I just can't. It's just so hard. He fucking hates it. He, it's a whole chore. So then I just said like, okay, I'll just pay. I'll pay the money to not have to do this. Probably smart. I mean, I try, but it's so hard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad too because like, yeah, I should, you know, he's a small dog. It's not like he's a fucking big dog or anything like that. But it's, <laughs> I, think you can, I think you can train him out of it. He's so difficult with to it. Behave. I mean, what, what I, what's his reward? Get food after <laughs> I brush his teeth? No, I'm sure it's not just you. Like I've seen her, my yeah. other friend. She also takes her dogs and they like wrap him up in the... Yeah, <laughs> but like you won't, you don't want to give them food right after they just you just brush their teeth because the whole point was to clean out the stuff that they ate. Wouldn't it be counterintuitive to like give them food? I mean, I guess so, but I give like a dental chew or I give like a like a raw bone for them to, for Lumi to chew mm. after. So it's like the same thing, but she like likes it. Oh, okay, I I was always told from like the vets is that. I think the one reason they really like kibble is that it's so hard and it helps like just push away the shit yeah. on their teeth. Mm. But I, I don't know how healthy that stuff is. I mean, obviously animals' teeth are like way different than ours, right? Like if a tiger has to bite and crunch through bones, like which is what they do. Or like hyenas. Hy- hyenas eat bones, right? Oh, yeah. Hyenas so like their teeth must be like insanely carcasses. strong. Or not their jaw must be insanely strong, but their teeth must be strong enough to handle that, right? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Um, so any any cool stories from cleaning teeth? Like, is there like a worse patient you've ever had? Some like no, not necessarily. I mean, like it's always fun when you when you see the patient. They're like, oh, I really don't want to be here. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Those people are always like, Why are you here then? Uh, Wait, does has anyone ever stopped you from cleaning because it hurt too much? No, thank um, thankfully not. But they they might. Say to maybe a reception after that they don't want to see me again. Oh really? But that doesn't happen a lot. I I'm, I usually get comments that I'm pretty gentle and meticulous. I mean, <laughs> I've never had a bad dental hygienist. Doesn't mean that they're not out there. So I don't know, like, but I feel like I would never like go that far and be like, oh, I don't want that specific person. Because yeah. I feel yeah. like wouldn't it be more my problem if my teeth job. is bad? Yeah. yeah. Well, people, I don't know. Some people just particular and that's fine that's totally fine do you have okay so i think my teeth bleeds a bit more at certain areas um 
And my dental hygienist doesn't really. She's like, she knows which areas are a bit more now. So she just, I guess she maybe she's more careful in those areas. Is that is that normal, or am I a little fucked up there or something? Well, it could again be related to like if you have like a deeper pocket there, or like if your teeth just naturally like trap food there more. Mm. Do you notice if that happens? I mean, I notice it when I floss. There's certain parts where I floss where I'll always find food. Yeah. But then I'll like water pick it and floss it out and so stuff. That's, then that's probably related to like if it traps food more easily then it's gonna bleed a little bit easier because that means plaque is just getting there easier. Oh. Uh, speaking of food to avoid like I've sometimes eaten uh, what, what's the what's the little tomato thing you put on a little bread little crouton thing was that bruschetta or something? Bruschetta. Yeah. Yeah. But the bread sometimes is so hard that like it like oh God, it hits hurts. my gums, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like something it's I should avoid pops. or some shit? Well it would probably cause like some sort of like we we call it food trauma. So like yeah. if you like rip your palate or something. Oh, okay. But then it'd be a spot that's more so it'll heal by itself. Okay. Like uh, I shouldn't be too worried about that cuz yeah. like sometimes I go into the dentist's office and I like I kind of apologize in advance cuz I was like my teeth's kind of inflamed or my gums inflamed oh. here from something I ate, so I don't know. Like it's probably going to bleed more, right? Oh, okay. But, I'll uh, tell you yeah. that I actually always find popcorn kernels in people's yeah while you're un- cleaning under the gum people are, and I'll be like oh did you have, like did you watch a movie yesterday and they're like I, I went to a movie maybe like yesterday whoa <laughs> and it's in there and it's like yeah causing it to be puffy underneath and so that's that, that's a very common thing popcorn kernels actually get stuck in there damn and yeah it's, it doesn't come out with floss if you think about it because it's so tight to the yeah yeah the molar right yeah it's like it's so it's, mm. it's it cups it almost it's perfectly shaped like, yes oh my god yeah so that actually happens a lot oh <laughs> uh, i think the water pick helps in that part yeah because i think it sprays the shit out of it mm-hmm. when i do it because usually when i go water pick i will do it along my gum line but in between my teeth and i'll go like along the outside along the inside and then top same thing yeah good job yeah, that's I never thought about the popcorn, I but I do. Water pick now. Yeah, it's, it's wait till the Black Friday. There's always yes, a sale. Yes, wait for the sale, and I do recommend it as well. Um, very great product. In which one, Evan Almighty or Bruce Almighty? I forget which one. Evan Almighty, the sequel. I've never watched that. Oh no, shit! No, this is a different movie. But I think it's also Steve Carell. Like, do dentists have their own tools at home? Like their own little power scaling thing. I've seen it in a movie before. I was like, damn, that's so cool. Um, that I don't know. I don't think so. That'd be kind of cool. Because dentistry, I don't think you can, You need like the drill and all that to do on yourself. Even like the power scaling? Scalers? I mean, you could have hand scalers maybe. Do you recommend me to get a scaler? Or is no. that dangerous? <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> I would not recommend that. Do not do that. Damn, okay. Because you could really F up your gums. And you yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah, you Because... Okay. Your gum's not gonna grow back, and your enamel's not gonna grow back. But take uh, care of those things with brushing, flossing, water pick, I like see. you're already doing. So, uh, I know your eyesight will always get worse as you get older. Is that gonna be mm-hmm. same for my teeth? Like, am I gonna need dentures one day? Is that just natural? I just feel like I know so many old people with dentures. If you take care of your teeth, your teeth can last for. I've I've had like ninety year old patients with a full set of teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's very hopeful because I like. That's the one part where... You just have to take care of it. Yeah, I'm pretty fortunate. I feel like I've taken really good care of it. But I've also heard people who, like, always have, like, teeth aches and shit like that. And I just don't I just don't know how what, oh, like, what their experience is. David had one recently or, like, a couple months ago. And, like... He had, like, a really, really bad one. Yeah, I, I've never had it to the point where I was, like, I have to see the dentist for this. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, I actually almost never, especially recently, my teeth ever ached. And if it is, it's usually like sensitivity, not aching, right? Mm. Um, so I've never had it to the point where I had to like specifically go to the dentist and be like, oh, I need to get this fixed or something like that. That's good. That means you're probably but, taking care of your teeth. But I wonder, I guess like I've never felt that pain. Like I'm, I'm kind of curious, like what the fuck is that? Like, is it just like a really bad cavity or like just like inflammation or? Probably for the most part, it's like, if you have like decay on the teeth, then it's like, if you think about it, it's like eating away at like the enamel. And then each individual tooth also has like a nerve running through it, right? Yeah. So if that decay gets close up to the nerve, that's when it could like affect the nerve and infect the nerve and then cause like an infection in the nerve. And that would probably lead to like a root canal or mm. of the tooth. Um, what's your thought on the tooth fairy? Pro or con? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do whatever you're, you and your family want to do. That, oh. again, a no comment. Is you grow up No, no, it feels gross. I just threw away my teeth <laughs> after I, oh. after they came off, no? Like, did you, did you do that? Did you show yeah, your parents? Yes and no. So if my, so I like, I knew it was a thing that other kids believed in and yeah. I was just like, I don't believe in it, but I think it's unfair that we don't do it. So whenever a tooth came out, and my parents kind of agreed, they'd be like, "All right, your tooth's come out here. So here's twenty bucks. Okay, thanks." Twenty um, bucks. Wow. And then yeah, I'd just go get rid of my tooth. That's all. Damn. No, I never. I never did. I I knew for sure my parents would never give me money for that shit, anyways. Um, but yeah, I just never did it. I just don't know. Like, is it just weird having? It just feels weird having that there. Yeah, I don't know. But I feel like Asian parents just don't do that. Yeah, my parents didn't do that. Yeah. Oh, um. Candy, are you guys against candy? I mean, yeah. it, it, I, I assume not because it's good for business. I assume. <laughs> I assume. Well, it's the same thing. You can have a sweet treat once in a while, but make sure to clean your teeth and don't let that sugar sit there. Okay, so do you guys give out candy at your office for Halloween? We did have a bucket of oh, candy. <laughs> the fucking hypocrisy! I caught so him in the business. Act. And I ate a lot of that candy too. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's, it's smart. Great. It's smart to have a candy shop right next to like the dentist's <laughs> office, right? Like that's where your patients are going, and then to you after. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, toys. Do you guys give out toys? Shit, what's the coolest toys you guys got? We have these like fidget sharks. That's a very popular one. Fidget shark. It's like a. It's like a. It's almost like a slinky shark. Oh, yeah. oh! It's like the thing you three D printed. Right? Yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are really popular right now. Oh. Um, and then we got bouncy balls and sticky hands. Oh, I love the sticky too. hands. I fucking love the sticky hands when yeah. I went. But toys are always a great motivator for kids to sit still. <laughs> Have you wait? So you've had kids patients? Is that is that usually a problem? Mm -hmm. They just won't open their mouth or something like that. Oh or? my gosh, yes. Some kids are great. They'll just sit there and like open their mouth. It's awesome. The hardest ones are the kids that like can barely open their mouth. They're just like this. I'm like, uh, please open a bit wider. And they're like, oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> that thing in their mouth that opens up their mouth. I'm like, all right, you're not I know. I'm like, maybe so. I got to grab the, the stretcher. <laughs> Wait, you guys have that? <laughs> we do. But usually for hygiene, we don't use it. It's more so for fillings. But oh man. Uh, another one that they can use is it's called like a bite block. Yeah. And so, because like sometimes people's mouths are just tired of opening for so wide. Right. And so there's just things, this thing you can put on the side and then they just like bite on it and it just keeps their mouth a little bit more open like this. 
Oh, I remember when I got my wisdom teeth pulled out, like my jaws hurt so much after. Is it because of the stretching thing they put on? Probably, yeah. And it's soreness because if your wisdom teeth are taking out, like those back there are like... um, Close to the muscles? Yeah, and they're like trying to close up and naturally heal, right? Yeah, yeah. So that just would cause it to be sore. Did you guys get your... Wisdom teeth pull out? What was your experience? Oh, you never got yours? No, I don't I don't have any wisdom teeth. Oh, it feels bad <laughs> to be non wisdomy. Actually not just kidding. I don't think they matter. Yeah, it's pretty great. You don't have to go through the procedure. Exactly. Right? Uh, my experience was pretty bad. I I did not like it. Oh, I mean no. I was out for it. But yeah. I woke up very cold in a lone, like a lonely oh, little room. No. I mean I was cold I was alone. I was I was an adult oh. already. I was I was in like third year uni or fourth year or something so it wasn't like that but it was just like i was cold like i was out i think they were like count to 10 i think i probably got to like four or five and i was out and then i woke up i just remember being really cold but i think that's a natural thing when you come out of anesthesia that you're really really cold and then i puked like the whole first day because like i guess i'm sensitive to anesthesia so anytime i get any anesthesia i just tell them like hey can you pop some gravel in that before you put it in and then they usually do that now but I had a pretty bad experience. It was it was pretty brutal. Mm. Did not enjoy that. How's yours, Viv? Just chilling. Yeah, well, mine was not bad. Um, yeah, my sister, my sister and someone I knew like took me there and brought me back, and they just kept teasing me because I was still like loopy and high. Oh yeah. And then, because they kept teasing me, I like started crying. <laughs> that's, that's all. Uh, I don't think I ever <laughs> felt the high part. Yeah. I just felt the pain. That's it. Like it was numb, but then afterwards the pain would come. But I never felt like loopy or anything. Yeah, it was definitely like sore for a while, and I had to like tie bags of frozen peas to my face. Oh, that's what my sister did too—the frozen peas. Yeah. Damn. No, I um, I'm lucky. I had minimal teeth surgery, but I had um, I mean braces was annoying. Actually, when I had braces, they put something in my mouth, like on my molar, so then it would elevate my bite, so then I won't bite on the brace itself. But then after I took off my braces, they had a hard time getting rid of that shit. I don't know what that was, though. Do you have any idea? Did they put it on top of your molar? Yeah, something like that to elevate my bite. Because if not, if I bite down, it would my top molars would bite on my braces, like the actual metal part of the braces. Probably called like a buildup or something. Because oh. they, they do that on kids now. And it's, again, to help hopefully like readjust the teeth to a better bite. Oh, I so see. I'm guessing something like that. I see. Okay, makes and yeah, sense. And they, they wouldn't want it to constantly hit in the metal because that could yeah, be bad could. for the enamel. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Um, do you guys have do you guys have any crazy braces experience like the wire and shit and all that stuff? I think the wire got pulled out like once or twice for me. Like the retainer. The wire for the braces, like yeah. it, it, it could like you could almost feel it because like I think every time I go to them they'll like tighten it. Yeah. But I could, like, sometimes I could feel it a little bit, like, wiggle where it is. But other than that, not really. Like, I've, I've heard my friends got, like, they're literally, like, the metal piece come off of their oh, teeth. Geez. Oh. But I've never had that happen to me. I don't think mine either. I'd say mine was pretty, pretty fast because mine was also only a year long. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. What, did you have yours when you were, like, younger or a little bit older, would you say? I had mine in high school. Oh, okay. oh brace face, gross. It's <laughs> not amazing. I think mine was like, yeah, at the end of, no, beginning of grade 12, and then I had it till like second year. That's even mm-hmm. worse. Yeah. I had it during grad. <laughs> Sucked. Oh my oh. God. Yeah. I mean, that time of your life, I feel like is even worse. Have I had it like in junior high, like grade seven, grade nine. Oh, that's like normal. Yeah. That's, that's like, fine. that's like very normal, very typical. Like at that age, I'm not like trying different foods. 
as much because I can't afford it and stuff. So like it's you know it's it's more cool, right? But like at an older age, I feel like it would be worse to get braces because you can't eat certain things, right? You can't eat gum yeah. or like I assume certain hard foods you can't eat when you have braces. Um, what's uh okay? Last question: What's Invisalign? Is that just like braces or? Yeah, it's basically, they call them clear aligners, basically. And they're like, you have to go in to see the dentist very often to like constantly switch out your aligners to like slowly adjust them into different spots. Oh, so is it just different retainers? Yeah. Oh, And then they like glue buttons onto the teeth. And then it's, and then based on where the buttons are, they would like put the aligners in to like, like shift the teeth so basically like clear braces but you don't have the metal on there so you can like floss and brush your teeth like normal so i love my invisalign patients but like metal braces patients i love them too but oh my god it's a it's a lot more work i didn't even think about that like cleaning your teeth when you have braces isn't that like a fucking oh my god chore yes it's so hard (laughs) so i always recommend water pick for braces patients yeah, because like think about how much easier that is to clean. I, honestly, oh I don't think I flossed when I had braces. I was like, "Fuck this shit." I mean, because yeah, <laughs> that's impossible, right? You'd have to like get it through the wire, and then you have to go up and down, and then get it out of the wire to the next teeth, and you have to keep doing that, right? Yes. Damn. I like I spent so much money on those like flosses, the little dinosaur that things that the stiff end on one side. Oh my god. Mm. The yeah. whole entire thing. Yeah, and did you guys also have the elastic band with your braces? Oh yeah. That where you had to like snap between two metal stuff. Yeah. Oh, I was lucky. I, I never got. I never had that. So it was nice and easy for me. My brace experience is because I had a tooth growing sideways. I had to pull it down, or they oh had to pull goodness. it down. That's why oh. mine was also so long. Ugh. Oh, taking a while. <laughs> All right. Well, I want you to look at that chewing thing. I feel like that chewing thing is a real thing. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a legit thing. Um. I think it's probably related to that myofunctional therapy thing. Yeah. Like the, the exercises and. Yes. The, Tongue positioning, right? Yeah. Because you yeah. want to promote nasal breathing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll look into that. Yeah, because I think I read a book. Um, fuck, I forgot what the book's called. It's something about breathing. Um, I talked about it on the podcast with. Breathe. Is breath, it? How we breathe. How we? Yeah, that, that sounds about. No, no, it's how we sleep was the other one. Breathing. Okay, wait. Let me plug this book before we go. Um, yes, it's breath. The oh, is it? What's the author? James Nestor. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Breath, the new science of a lost art. He pretty much went back through the history of like, pretty much, I think the biggest thing he was also worried about is like, okay, how bad is mouth breathing? And he did like scientific studies to see how bad that shit is. And then two is like, why was this not a problem back then? Like, like our ancestors, all the skulls of our ancestors always had straight teeth. So he's like, what's going on? Like, there's something, there's some correlation here, possibly, right? That is very interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to ask, Viv? I think I'm all out of questions. <laughs> exactly. Do you have anything to ask us? Uh, well, I'm very happy about your home care routine. Oh, nice. Or maybe Viv, I'll ask you, how's your home care routine? <laughs> Um, I think it's good. I brush my teeth. I floss. I have a tongue scraper. Oh, beautiful. I I use Crest whitening strips once in a while. Oh, nice. Wait, does that tongue scraper actually, is that, that helps? Yeah. Oh. Because again, you're removing the bacteria that's harboring on the tongue now too, right? So anytime you're, you're doing like mouth care, you basically want to remove any bacteria that's in your mouth that could 
cause cavities or but is there good bacteria too or is yeah. it all bad for you guys well, i mean there is good and it'll it'll regenerate oh okay okay <laughs> i'm gonna use mouthwash so i don't know that's everything that's mm. good good job Thanks. you guys both get an a plus oh nice we get a toy now let's <laughs> go um fuck, i was gonna ask something else and it was again just at the tip of my tongue that i was gonna talk about and i forgot it so it's okay i'll ask after the show Okay. Uh, I think that's all. Any, um, anything else? No. No. All right. Cool. Thanks for coming on the show and giving us a dental hygiene <laughs> lesson. Yeah, thanks so much. Private for lesson. Me. Yeah. Thank thanks you. for coming. Next time you come, we'll we'll, we'll do something non-dental related. <laughs> so we can sure. just talk about random shit. Okay. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. All right. Cool. Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks. See you guys. Bye. Bye.